0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Table Talk with your girl, Kimmy. Hey guys, it's Kimmy and welcome to Real Table Talk. Real, real Table Talk. Real, real table talk. This is a place where we're going to have some interesting discussions It's centered around women. Real Table Talk where you feel comfortable where you can share your views express yourself and we just come together as a family so stay tuned guys because the real tabletop is exactly where it is hey guys it's kimmy and dawn and welcome back to life after now guys today we're going to be talking about becoming a christian oh this is going to be interesting i cannot wait to dive in can you dawn
1: Oh boy, this is such an exciting topic for me. Oh
0: yes. So when we talk about becoming a Christian, what are some of the highlights, you know, what would you want to highlight as it relates to this topic here, Don?
1: Kimmy, this is a topic I can talk about like all day. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, I would just firstly say becoming mm-hmm. a Christian was the best decision I ever made. That was the I'm best right decision there with I've, you. I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Deciding to give my life to Christ. Yes, yes. Um, yeah i can't think of a better decision i would have made in my life Mm -hmm. to be honest with you yeah yeah i'm right there with you i
0: have to i have to agree it's definitely the best decision i've also made too as well uh when we talk about becoming a christian i know uh most of the discussions out there especially now in covid you have some persons who you know they've become a bit more um, I don't know if I can say God-centric, but they're they're more gravitating towards God because they recognize that the only one they can depend on is God. So persons are now coming closer and wanting to know more about God and, and that kind of stuff. But what does it really mean to really become a Christian?
1: Well, you know what, Kimi? I can only share my experience. And, of course. And for me, you know, I came to God mm-hmm. out of a broken relationship. Ah. that's how i came to god Uh so while i was bawling and crying my eyes out Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) a dear friend of mine and strangely enough i just spoke to her today and i said holy spirit it has to be you because i did not even remember before we had this meeting you Mm -hmm. know and the holy spirit brought back to me that this was the person that actually introduced you to christ wow and i came out of a really really bad broken relationship Mm -hmm. and she said to me don't Come, just come and go to church with me. Mm-hmm. And I went to church, um, being broken, crying, bawling my eyes out, and met Jesus on the very first night because I went. I think it was the it was an evening actually, a Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was like, I mean, I don't even know the the feelings. Everything just flooded wow. at that point in time. You yeah, know, hurt and everything. But mm-hmm. we were in a worship session, and it was like. This is a different experience. You know, I've been in church when I was young, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, we we move away from church, you know, when we're teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, there's something here. And, you know, listening to the sermon and stuff like that, I felt like, okay, this is somewhere that I can come with my broken self Mm -hmm. and there is something here that it started to fill a void, a hole in my heart that was so painful at the point in time Mm -hmm. and I decided to go back. Wow. And that was 16 years ago and I never left church. Actually, I can count the amount of times that I've not been to church. Wow. That's sixteen years. Yes. Oh wow. Well, that's
0: yep. oh wow. Well, that's that's powerful, Don. That's really powerful. I think one of the first things of becoming a Christian is that you have to be willing to admit that you are a sinner. I yep. think that's the first place we have to start. We're, if, if we can admit that, I think that that allows us to really really come together to know who God is. But admit, okay, you know, because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yeah. So, you know, I am a sinner and God, I want to know you and I want to know more about you. But another thing about becoming a Christian is that people have this thing that when you become a Christian, automatically everything is perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, no, 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 like, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, let me become a Christian and all the blessings can fall and everything will align and everything it just be perfect and stuff. But you'd be very surprised to see that when you become a Christian, that's when the great testing really comes in. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's very true. Um I kind of had that mm-hmm. that whole idea and concept too, because when I came into church again, it was this feeling of oh my gosh, I can come here and I can release yes. you know, this pain, this hurt, all these things mm-hmm. I'm going through. And initially, you know, to be honest with you, going to church for me was like a drug.
0: Ah. I
1: love to go to church because when I got there, I got my high. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I know people mm-hmm. talk about that. But yes. that, for me, that was a good thing because mm-hmm. it kept me mm-hmm. in the house of God. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, you know, you think, well, everything is going to go fine. And, you know, no, all the blessings are going to flow and nothing is ever going to go wrong. Yes. Uh, no, that is not <laughs> the case. But what I found is because you are in Christ and because you understand that, and I mean, if you read your Bible, you will know yes. that he, he never promised that we wouldn't have problems. Correct. Actually, he said Correct. we're going to have many, many, many trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're better able to handle it. I yes. developed a tenacity knowing Christ that helped me to know you are an overcomer. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. are more than a conqueror. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do all things through Christ. So there is the developing. You see, when we first come into church, too, we are We're like babies and feeding off of the milk of the word. Mm -hmm. But we got to grow up. Yes. And we got to understand that being in church does not mean that I am just here. It's like you're going to a hospital Mm -hmm. and you know you're going to get well. You know, the doctors are going to take care of you. They're going to treat you. Mm -hmm. But then you don't live there forever. Correct. So you got to go back out and then you got to put the things in place. To make sure you don't fall into what you fell into before. Mm-hmm, or you mm-hmm. don't have the same sickness. Correct. So I think a lot of people have a misconception. Yes. About church. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think too that misconception comes sometimes by, I don't know if this may be right to say this, but there are some Christians who would kind of paint it as though, you know, I don't go through anything. Or everything I I go through, I, I well... Let me be careful in the way how I pitch this. But <laughs> <laughs> it, some people bring it over as though like they're great. Everything is always great. So they don't show you that side of not that you necessarily have to tell people everything because mm-hmm. you still have to be careful with that. But I mean, they don't show, okay, hey, I fell down before. But this is what God did when I did this. This is how it worked out when this happened. Because that is how, to me, you, you really get persons to want to know more about God. Because many persons are going through situations. They're going through a lot of testing times. Yes. But if we paint it as though everything is always fabulous and pretty and perfect, people tend to say, you know, I don't want to be a Christian because I feel as though I have to be perfect. So, yeah, they struggle with that because I remember having a conversation with a friend who um, is not a Christian. And one of the things she said to me was, I can't be a Christian though because my life ain't perfect. And I was like, okay, so that's how it looks to you. Because the way how some of the Christians will behave as though they got it all together. And she thought, you know, I have to do this first and I have to do that first before I become a Christian. Yeah. So I said to her, no, you don't have to do that. You can just come, you know, the Bible says come as you are. But she, she's thinking, no, 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 my life is a mess and I can't this. And, and that's when it really hit me that, you know, mm-hmm. maybe as a Christian, sometimes we kind of portray the wrong image. Yeah. of of god yeah. and that kind of runs some people away from wanting to become a christian yeah
1: and we have to be really careful of that i mean there yeah is, it's twofold honestly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if you're authentic Mm-hmm. and you're really truthful i mean none of us fell out of this guy yeah
0: correct and mm-hmm. we've
1: all been through different struggles we've mm-hmm. all made bad mistakes you know yes i um, have fallen many times on definitely if, you know, if we tell people about the love of god yes and understanding that from a perspective of you know i am not perfect but mm-hmm. it is because of god yes you know because He is righteous, Mm -hmm. and because of that, you know, I now can say I am righteous through God. Yes, and Jesus died so that we could be saved. He died so that we can get salvation. He's Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you know, the mere fact that Jesus died had to die tells us Mm -hmm. he did not die for perfect people. Correct, had to die. Correct, so we need to. Pitch that, pitch it in a different way, but also on the other side of it. You know, I hear people talking about, you know, Christian people are fake and all that. Not necessarily, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't know what a person is going through. And it is only by professing, you know. And, you know, some people say, you know, fake it till you make it and Mm -hmm, all these kind mm -hmm, of things. mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. by professing the word of God over their lives. Mm -hmm. Honestly, sometimes that's the only way some people make it through. Yes. You know, but you have to be careful because... Again, as you said, you can share about your experience. You don't have to go into detail. You don't mm-hmm. have to tell people everything. Correct. But from the f- aspect that, you know what, I can honestly say, Kimi, it is the love of God that really saved me, mm. honestly, because I do not know how I would have made it. Yeah. with The things I had to go through, especially yeah, yeah. when I first became a Christian. Mm-hmm. As I said, it was a bad breakup. Yeah, Um, And I was raising two small children on my own, single mom, two small children, working a job, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to do all these things. And I'm like, how am I going to do this?
0: Yeah, that's a lot. And it was
1: only because if I had said, you know what? Well, God, I got to be perfect. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't come. Listen, I I tell you, I don't know. I I would not be here today. Wow. So we have to humble ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? Because sometimes we think people are judging us, but really Mm -hmm. they're not. They really are. That's only our perspective Mm of church. mm -hmm. And I will tell you my experience, people have been hurt in church, but my experience has been one where I've seen more love poured out than I've seen judgment.
0: Ah, That's good. That's That's the truth. That's good. Mm
1: -hmm. Sometimes it is how we we perceive things. Sometimes we think when people correct us that they're judging. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, honestly, I'm going to say this here very openly, sometimes we're a bit too thin-skinned. We yeah. don't want to hear the truth. Yes. So, and sometimes we're making excuses. Yes, there are times when people in church hurt us, mm-hmm. but I've always said, I will never let that stop me from serving God. Correct. Because I have to answer to him. For Correct. Me. Correct. I can't say, oh, well, sister, so-and-so, well, you know, she offended me. Mm-hmm. She didn't say this, or she didn't treat mm-hmm, me well, mm-hmm, or she didn't mm-hmm. know, she talked my name. Um, What does that have to do in your purpose to the kingdom of God? Correct. So correct. we have to be, you know, we have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Us as you know, people that have been saved for a while, yeah. For persons that are now coming in, but also mm-hmm. if you know that God is calling you, mm-hmm. you cannot allow people to or persons back, that are yeah. in the church or mm-hmm. out of the church to keep you from answering the call. Correct, correct. Yeah, I, that's I, that's, I, that's the enemy right point. Yeah, exactly. that's the enemy right there. Another thing
0: too that I would also add is that You know, I find that when you become a Christian sometimes, and I guess sometimes it has to do a lot with personality, but one of the major things about being a Christian is being able to, you know, testify of the goodness of God. And God gives us a spirit of boldness. So it's important that when you become that Christian, that you you are not afraid to boast and brag about the goodness of God. You know, coming forward and actually talking about how God has brought you through a particular obstacle. And you know, sometimes some people may say, oh, um, something so simple as you didn't have gas so you didn't have mm-hmm. money and God provided and somebody mm-hmm. would say, oh, that's so small. That's that's not small. That's really huge. And you're going to start small. And as you grow, like you said, Don, after we come off of the milk mm-hmm. and you grow, you start actually eating food, then you're going to see God do a lot more bigger things in your life but it starts small. So the smallest testimony is a big testimony and it's good that you actually talk about it and actually testify. I know many times we may go and um I've, I've visited several churches and I'll see sometimes when it comes to testimony, sometimes uh pastors try to limit or slow them down. But I, I really think that that's that's powerful. That in itself is a sermon. Allow persons to really testify of the goodness of God because you say you overcome by the power of the testimony, right? Yes, yes. So when you actually testify You don't know who is listening or who may hear of that testimony and be encouraged or say to themselves, you know what, I can do this. Or maybe they may say, you know, I want to know about this God that you spoke of. Because I've never heard of such a thing, and you may think that is small, but that that's a huge thing to really talk about. I agree. You have to talk about that's what you talk about spreading the gospel. So really spreading the gospel. For me, when I became a Christian, I was pretty young. I got baptized when I was like nine years old. Wow. Okay. (laughs) But I got baptized at nine mainly because I'm a daddy's girl. So my dad was getting baptized, and I just thought I want to do it too. (laughs) And nobody said I couldn't. Yes, I I love God. I loved going to church and I would be in church singing and clapping and mostly things I didn't quite understand, but I just Mm -hmm. wanted to be there because my dad was there. So... I got baptized at nine, but then obviously when I grew up, then I realized that, you know, I really needed to do it again because the reason behind it was not that I yeah, really understood. understood yes. So I actually got baptized again at age 17. Then I really understood. So for me you now, getting baptized then at such a young age because I'm now almost 18 because like 17 going 18 at that time. So you're thinking, oh, when they become 18, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to get to do this and mm-hmm. do that. And I don't have to <laughs> ask my mother for permission for this and that kind of stuff but that's not quite that's not quite true at all (laughs) because when i became a christian at such a young age then you had the prayer pressure you know from all the other persons out there so my friends were partying and they were going out and they were doing a lot of stuff but i'm a christian though i can't mix with that Mm -hmm. i can't Mm -hmm. do those things Uh, but i still want to be a part of it within to do and i'm like you know so that was the struggle for me at such a young age you know And it's important that you have a mentor or you have someone very close to you that you can really confide in, that can really build and give guidance. I know sometimes people aren't willing to come forward and talk to the pastor because they're afraid that people may talk about what was discussed and that kind of stuff. But if you could find somebody else outside of the pastor, but someone who is well-grounded in Christ Mm -hmm. and just have that conversation with them and help them guide you through it. Because like I said, when you become a Christian, you don't automatically change because you're now going through that struggle of the things you used to do before and the things that you know have to Correct. do because you're, you're going into the realignment so you need that person there to really encourage you and build you up and, and pray with you because it's going to be a process so I think that that's important for those persons out there who are thinking about you know giving their life to God and becoming a Christian to really have that person there that they can really rely on.
1: I agree and yeah. you know what you is so important that you said um, Kimmy is that the Word of God said we need to work out our salvation. Yeah. So that indicates it is not automatic. Correct. Yes, you know, you, you're salvaged, You Yes, you get saved and that's automatic. You come into the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But there's a working out that needs to happen. Yes. And that's so important. If you realize that, then, you know, you recognize God doesn't expect me to be perfect. Correct. He wants a willing heart and yes. somebody that's willing to walk yes. this journey. Yes. Another yes. thing that you said, testimony is extremely important. hmm because as you said, the word says we overcome by the word of our, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, Correct. which tells us that that is, there's an overcoming that mm-hmm. is accomplished when we testify. Yes. And thirdly, you know, for me, I am just excited about telling people about my journey mm-hmm. because I am so glad I came to Christ. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I tell I am telling you, I am so glad that I decided to follow Jesus. Yes. Yes. Um, my life has been changed, it's mm-hmm. been transformed. It has not been easy. It has not been a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. There are days when I am like, Oh Lord Jesus, Don, you know, <laughs> you are a hot mess. You know, and I'm like, You are a mess. Yeah. But yeah. there Jesus is always there. Even yeah. when we are far away, he never is. There's nobody cat can come and tell me there is no God correct whatever people's perspective or their beliefs are are fine but Mm -hmm. i always tell people you see i know god because i've experienced him Mm -hmm. and the things that he has done in my life there are things i cannot even begin to explain Mm -hmm. that could only be god and Mm -hmm. from where i was 16 years ago coming into the body of christ and i remember the first thing i said to god and i don't even know why i said it yeah when i first got saved was i don't want to be a bench warmer and I don't mm-hmm. want to be a hypocrite yeah. because I always heard people say, oh, Christians, they're hypocrites and stuff. Mm. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Yes, yes. And secondly, I don't want to be a bench warmer. Mm-hmm. So uh, from then, I, there was this intent, this intention in me. OK, if and maybe it's because of who I am, because if I'm in something, I'm like, OK, I'm just not going to sit here yes. and just be a bystander. Uh-huh. But. I always wanted to do more. I always wanted to know more. And I wanted to understand who Christ was Mm -hmm, to me, mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. just because a pastor preached or somebody else's story. Correct, Correct. So for me, I went into being a Christian with the understand first, the experience I had when it came in. As I Mm -hmm. told you, I used to cry every Sunday. They called me the church reaper. (laughs) I would cry and cry and bawl my eyes Uh. out. First, because I was so hurt. Secondly, then Mm -hmm. because I experienced the love of Jesus. I was like, my Mm -hmm. goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is something I've never experienced before. And I would cry and bawl Mm -hmm. because I was like, God, that you would choose me a sinner. Yeah, yeah. So that was my experience. And then to where I am today, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone through much loss. Yeah. Lost people close to me, almost lost my house, mm-hmm. um, I lost so many material things. Mm-hmm. But I am telling you, this journey that I am on with God has been amazing. Oh wow. Because he is developing me. Yes. I'm allowing him to teach me yes, yes. and to grow in him. Mm-hmm. And I realize when you make the Holy Spirit your best friend, mm-hmm. as people say. You're a BFF, because I tell, I know I tell everybody, tell my husband, you know, the Holy Spirit is my BFF, right? <laughs> so he has become my BFF. Yeah. And he is concerned about every matter pertaining to me. Correct. But just not my life in church. Correct. Correct. And I think that's where we fall down as correct, well. People correct. People think, correct. oh, it's only just about being in the mm-hmm, building. No, mm-hmm. it is not. Mm-hmm. He is concerned about you, your family, your marriage, Mm -hmm, your children, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your job, your career. Yes. And if you were doing the life assignment that he has given you. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's why he created you to solve a problem in the earth. Yes. And I think that's where the problem comes. Mm -hmm. Because when we get saved, there's a growing, a transition and a developing that must happen. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people get to the point in church where they're, they're dis- disillusioned. They're frustrated and all that. Yes. When you find out who you are in Christ, boy, mm-hmm. let me tell you, life is just get better. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. It does. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Oh my gosh, this is so much, and we still have more. But we're gonna we're gonna um, cut off here so that you guys can listen to the next one that's coming up. Cause we're actually gonna be talking about purpose. Oh yeah, which that's is gonna, gonna be juicy. Ha- oh yeah, yes. which is gonna we're gonna just <laughs> spill over from this one. So stay tuned, guys, and remember share this with a friend and tell someone else. To tell someone else. To plugin. Thanks again. Remember, this is Real Table Talk.